Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Well, hello and welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. My name is Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and in today's episode, I would like to continue our discussion of how to detox your mind from the false, ungodly teachings of this world and return to having a biblical mindset where all healing happens. In the last four weeks, I've given some foundational concepts for why we need to detox our minds before we try to move forward with training our minds to think like Christ but also the importance of understanding our God-given, biological, and intrinsic design that will help you to understand and give you discernment into why you think and feel the way you do, and ultimately how you interact with the world around you. So if you missed any of these episodes, I would really encourage you to go back and take a listen, as I really believe they will help you better understand this idea of how to detox your mind and how to discern what is or isn't a godly way to think, feel, and behave. To continue to help in this process of discernment, today I'd like to share with you just one of many ways we are deceived by the world's false teachings, which are influenced and guided by Satan and his evil army of darkness. Their sole existence is to keep us from the abundant life Jesus died to give us. Through this example I'm going to share today, I pray it brings you insight and better yet, revelation from God and how this discernment process of truly detoxing from worldly teaching is the key to standing firm in your faith and being healthy in your mind, which then affects every area of your life. A little side note, since I mentioned it, the difference between learning something from another person, either through a podcast, a sermon, or a good self-help book, and the experience of receiving information from God through the power of the Holy Spirit within you is the difference between knowledge and revelation. Knowledge is good, and we should seek to learn and understand new things, especially if they are founded in biblical truth. But sometimes knowledge can be difficult to hold on to. It can flee in times of stress or heightened emotion. And over time, we can lose memory of the things we once knew. But when you have an encounter with a living God and He deposits a morsel of His revelation truth into your soul, that is life-changing, and you will never be the same. So with that being said, I pray you receive revelation from the Lord today, both triggered from the message given in today's episode, but more importantly, through your day-in and day-out experience with Him and in the weeks to come, that you would rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to be the most generous teacher and counselor there is, living on the inside of you no less. I will pray often in my alone times with Jesus to experience a deeper revelation of who He is. The depths to which we could ever come to know and understand Him are endless, and can be too complex for us mere humans to comprehend. But through divine facilitation, you can come to know the deeper things of God through receiving spiritual truth through revelation, God's heart speaking to yours. It is a beautiful and underused gift of the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you today to ask, seek, and receive fresh revelation today. So back to today's topic of learning to identify ungodly teaching in this world that which begins to create false beliefs that over time will steal your joy and the freedom or ability to thrive in life the way God intended. 
It can be easy to look around and see so many people suffering, whether that's in your own life, the life of your children, or in the lives of your loved ones. By the world's standards, it seems like it's difficult to even have a so-called good life in today's current circumstances. That is exactly the way Satan wants you to feel. Whether you are a believer and follower of Jesus or not, he is always seeking to bring despair and disbelief to God's people. I think sometimes it's difficult to ground our thoughts and emotions in faith when everything in our lives seems so overwhelming and the future is scary and unknown. But as long as we continue in this consumed-by-the-world mindset, we cannot be the light and the salt to the earth that God wants us to be, and that Jesus so graciously died to give us. His inheritance is that we would live in freedom here on the earth and bring more and more people to know him in order to receive eternal life. And that's very hard to do when we ourselves are not healthy. So instead of focusing on things we cannot change, such as gas prices or the food shortages or the wars that are happening all around us, the things that we can have an influence in, first and foremost, is our minds. Seeking to be self-aware, acknowledging our need for inner healing, and then to recognize the ways that we are being duped by a very savvy and strategic, evil spiritual realm. Satan is the prince of this world, and he has supreme influence in how it operates. But that is where it ends. He has no authority. The authority has been given to us who are in Christ Jesus. But the authority does no good unless we learn to use it. And all authority comes from knowing first who Jesus is, and then how he lives in and through us here on the earth. This is how we leave our mark make an impact for the generations, and truly give Jesus the full inheritance that he so rightly deserves. So now that I've given you a little bit of a pep talk in this area, how can we make this practical? First, we must know the Word of God. It is the plumb line to which we reflect and compare what we hear, what we see, and what we experience in the world around us, versus that which is biblical truth. Remember, as I've taught in previous episodes, your current circumstances and even the logical reality around you is not always truth. It is one of the most significant and life-altering revelations for a believer to experience, to truly accept and then put into practice in your daily life. The spiritual realm is real, and you are in a battle for your soul each and every day. Your enemy is not your spouse, not your children not your boss, and not even your checkbook. It is an evil and ever-plotting army of darkness, hoping to deceive, distract, and detour you from the path God has for you. This powerful revelation requires a reliance on the Holy Spirit and a foundation of knowing the Word of God. I think for most of us, we only have to be a Christian for a few moments to know the importance and the value of reading God's Word. Not only does it renew our minds and set us back on a righteous path, but it is our survival tool. It must be our food and drink that sustains us, and we cannot go a day without it. The overwhelming influence and convincing doctrines of this world are just too powerful for us not to cling to every word that was breathed by God himself through the expression of the Holy Scriptures. 
Over the course of the past 15 years, the Lord has continued to speak these biblical truths to me through my own walk and through the lives of my clients and in all the ways that they struggled in their minds, in their emotions, and in their relationships. It was so evident that they were being deceived, that they were being duped by the world and its false teachings, believing something that was not of God and was not found in His Word, and yet it seemed like that was truth. One of these false worldly beliefs that I seem to have addressed and debunked more than any other is the idea of being beautiful, successful, and noticed by the world. There is an inner desire planted on the inside of each of us to have a life of significance. This desire was given by God. It's not a bad thing to want your life to mean something, to create an impact in the lives of others, to make your mark and know that the contributions you have made in this world truly did make a difference. Where people can be led astray is when they use that desire for recognition and accolades for themselves from other people, what scripture would call the approval of man. Being reliant on having the approval, affirmation, or recognition of people in this world will always lead you to an unhealthy place in your mind and in your overall functioning. And how difficult is it for us fatally broken creatures to live a humbled and self-sacrificing life, especially in today's culture, one that is completely centered around self? Whether it's taking pictures of yourself, quote-unquote selfies, or promoting oneself on social media, or falling to the general narrative that happiness lies within self-care— These secular beliefs can make it a battle for most people, even Jesus-loving Christians, to find the narrow path back to a servant lifestyle. But when we look to Jesus and the example he set for us, over and over, his life demonstrated a dying to the self, pretty much the opposite of everything the world teaches us. One of the last lessons he taught his disciples was that he, the living God, was nothing more than a servant, and he proceeded to wash their feet. He wanted them to never forget that even though he was the Messiah, the greatest mark he meant to leave for them was that of a lowly servant, to kneel before them and wash the dirt from their feet. He could not have done anything more humble. But no, wait, then, then came his ultimate sacrifice, to give his life in the most horrendous, and shaming, literally humiliating way to die, all so that he could give us the gift of eternal life. So why do we not spend more time focusing on these examples, the humble, servant, self-sacrificing lifestyle that Jesus demonstrated for us? The idea of being humble, living with humility, knowing and believing that this is the most Christ-like you could be, Why does that seem like such an impossible role for most people to live out? And isn't it truly how we have been trained by the world, literally raised with ungodly belief systems, with the strong and relentless images of Hollywood, social media, and the examples of our modern culture around us, to be self-serving and hungry for the attention and affirmation of others? It can be difficult to discern what is godly and what is not, what is toxic and what is spiritually healthy. What could bring us into abundance versus that which is stealing our joy and our life's significance? 
I want you to take just a moment to reflect and think about how much joy does it bring you to strive to be noticed by others, to receive the affirmation or acceptance from your parents, your children, your spouse, or your coworkers. Do these things not lend themselves to more negative emotions than positive? Even in those exciting moments when you do feel noticed or loved, they seem to be far and few between anyways. And then in the meantime, you are left with many other unhealthy and even destructive emotions, a constant drive to do and be or achieve more, just so that you can be affirmed or recognized again. It can be like a drug. And it is exactly why God would say this is not his intention for our lives. And it is only from a place of being humble and reliant on him that we experience the true life of joy that God desires for each of his sons and daughters. Because of Jesus, we are already seen, heard, and approved of by our Father God. And we can go into his throne room and receive every exaltation and accolade we could ever need. And you have access to this experience at any time. You do not have to wait for a special achievement or accomplishment. Jesus loves you, not for your appearance, not for your achievements, not even in the ways you think you're trying to do good in order to please him. His love is pure and without attachments. So unlike the love most of us seek to receive, and perhaps even tend to give, his love is unconditional and not based on your behaviors. Because I have taught this message before, I know that there are many thoughts you could be having right now. Perhaps bargaining and even arguing with yourself that it's not a bad thing to want to be beautiful, to promote yourself or even your ministry on social media, and to want to achieve something that would make an impact and even help others in this world. No, certainly those things are not bad, but it is very important that you know the place in your heart that these intentions are coming from. If there is even one ounce of self-serving, of a need to be something special or to achieve something more than you already are, or to receive some type of approval or recognition from the world, it will be to your detriment. We must hardwire in our minds through repetitive detoxing, consistent conditioning through prayer, through reading God's word, and through divine revelation, that we would be delivered from this worldly, fleshy need to be seen and heard by anyone other than our Heavenly Daddy. To place our significance in anything other than our identity as a beloved son or daughter of the Most High King. The only way we can sustain this level of humility is by continuing to press into the example Jesus set for us, to experience ongoing healing in our minds and to live a life of spiritual freedom. We must continue to reject the ideals of this world, even the ones that we could argue are not that bad. It is this hard line in the sand that we must draw in order to live a joy-filled and abundant life. I am telling you this from personal experience in learning from years of counseling case studies and examples from the lives of hundreds of my clients, there is no true joy in being the most beautiful, intelligent, or most recognized person in the room. In fact, it is one of the greatest thieves of joy that leads to competition, comparison, jealousy, and self-hatred. 
There is no freedom in self-confidence or self-assurance. And there is no lasting satisfaction or contentment found in success or worldly achievements. Refuse to be duped by the lies of this world, which are influenced by the evil army of darkness, and come back to the light. Jesus was not anything special to look at. He was not the most perfect or beautiful human being, despite modern artwork or the depictions of him. According to Isaiah 53:2, there was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. The reason we're so in love with Jesus was not his outward appearance, but who he is as our Savior. And the greatest demonstration of his love was his costly sacrifices made on our behalf to bring us into relationship with him. That is why we love him in return. Jesus is our example. And it is when we live from this Holy Spirit-dependent, Christ-centered, bond-servant-to-the-Father lifestyle that we will experience the joy and the love that we are looking for. But it is a narrow path, and few find it, as this world continues to train people to be self-centered, self-righteous, and self-pleasing. Reject the world and its teachings and you will be healed. The process of detoxing from lifelong indoctrination can be a little bit of a process, but once you are on this journey and get a taste for God's truth, you will never go back. And you can rest assured that the Holy Spirit will continue to stir a desire inside of you to be more surrendered, to lay down every single area of your life for the peace and contentment that comes from a mindset of being humble and serving others. I'm praying you begin to see the importance of recognizing these little nuances. Satan specializes in perversion, meaning he takes truth and twists it ever so slightly so that people will believe his lies. But we're on to your game, evil one. And so I urge you, each one listening today, rebel in the best way possible detox from a worldly belief system, and return to biblical truth for your foundation, to discover healing and freedom in your mind, setting you free to experience all that the kingdom of God has for you. So I'll see you next week as I explain how to heal your mind from the deception caused by believing false identities of who God is and of who he created you to be. Until then, I pray you are blessed in your mind and in your spirit. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today's teaching, I would invite you to subscribe to the show and share it with others to bring healing and transformation to the lives of those around you.